Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you go into your local gym and they don't have any merchandise, right? And you're a fitness brand and you say, hey, you know, do you want to carry my, uh, my wicking towels and, you know, I'll cut you in on the deal. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the way that the brands nowadays are, are, you know, getting successful is by turning dials, right. Is trying different things like that. Now, you know, if you're, if you're a big brand and you have to spend a couple hours to go to the gym, it might not be worth your time. You know, you, that's the other thing you have to think about is you really have to prioritize, uh, you know, time is money, right? So whatever is going to actually work for your brands, um, but it is absolutely awesome to get creative and, uh, you know, find those influencers, flat, find those people who love your product. And like Amy was saying, you know, if you give these products out, you, you can, you know, you're, you're number one, you're, you're only, you know, having to, you're only losing the cost of the product, uh, but you're gaining, you know, notoriety by people who are already fans of, of that niche. Not only that, but like Amy was saying, you can get do product validation, right? if you have a product and you give it out to 10 people and you ask for feedback and they go, Oh, I love it. But you know, then all of a sudden you get this feedback where, you know, you can now iterate on that product, make it better. And so the next time around it, it you know, you're going to kind of uh, make sure that you're tackling all the issues that people may have had, you know, really early on in the product cycle. Yeah. I think Chris Davies posted the other day about um, he was at the mall and L'Oreal had a booth where they were like, having you sign up for a new product launch that they were doing and the line to get a free product, you wouldn't think it's COVID because it was like down the mall, you know? And I was explaining, I did that with local markets. So I took my products out to local markets and I, um, I basically had a product there to demonstrate. And then I had some of my products there from Amazon. And I was like, Hey, this product is $20 on Amazon. I'm selling it here locally to you for only 10. And I actually had pictures of the listing on Amazon. People love that. They were like, what? I can get it for 50% off and I still made a profit. No fees, no nothing. I had everything right there, right? And so I was able to not only get their emails and their feedback on my new product that I was launching, but I was able to actually get 60 people to sign up for pre-launch um, for, to get a, only a 20% off coupon at launch time. Most people have to do giveaways, right? I had 60 people sign up for a 20% off coupon at launch. And I was able to reach out to them and say, Hey, remember I met you at the local market. Um, it's finally here. We're launching. Here's your coupon, you know, and then I, I had their email. I could reach out to them and say, Hey, what did you think? What was your feedback? You know, and those people that, you know, people were happy to leave reviews because they felt like they were like involved with it. They felt like they were part of the process. Um, so I haven't done that with all of my products. I kind of got excited about, of course, my unique product doing that. But the rest of my products, um, I basically just sold during part of that. But I think those I would have to definitely, the ones that aren't so unique, I would have to do more um, kind of creative marketing with those. But anytime you're launching something new and interesting and you want, people love to give you feedback. So if you say, hey, come take a survey, come take a survey. We wanna know what you think about home decor. What is your, how would you use this product or whatever, you know, come take a survey and we'll give you a $10 rebate. People will feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm earning that. It's not just like you're giving it away, right? And so people like to take surveys. They like to give their opinion. So you start your ad with that little survey. You could do that in messenger bots, whatever, right? 
you have them come give their opinion. Like, here's your $10 off. You can use it right on Amazon, right? You can create them a coupon code and give them the instructions to claim it. And, you know, they're going to feel like, wow, well, that $10 is on the table. You know, I don't just want to let it go to waste, right? Yeah, and some, they actually work for it. So <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes quality is better than quantity when it comes to launching and things like that, right? If you have a thousand people who are like, ah, eh, you know, uh, I'll check it out. Or you have 60 people who are like, yeah, that's freaking awesome. I want it right now. You know, like that, the, you know, honestly, I think I'd probably take the, the 60 people who are super gung-ho about it. Um, another uh, thing that I've recently discovered, which is pretty interesting, I'm using all the time now, which it used to be crap, but they, they've come a long way is next door, right? It's it's so cool because, I mean, for finding babysitters, for doing all these things, but they also have kind of like a Facebook marketplace kind of setup now as well. Um, so I haven't tested this yet, but I'm definitely going to being like, hey, neighbors, I sell this product. Who wants to come, you know, give me some feedback for free at a, like a local bar or something, you know? Um so that's, that's something I'm definitely going to try because, uh, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to buy you a free beer and give you a free product. If you come to, you know, this event, like that's right down the road for me, for you. So like very little friction, right. Cause you're just like posting to people in your immediate vicinity. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that I'm going to try. And I, I definitely think that, um, you know, giving away a, like I said, a little bit of product to, um, uh, a little bit of people who are super stoked on it rather than just like a huge sloth of people who are like, yeah, it's okay. You know, I think might be, uh, better in terms of not only reach, uh, but getting great feedback and also not having to put out a ton of money. Yeah. And think about all those people that are going to share, you know, you could very easily ask them to share after you launch to, especially if you've already launched, you can be like, Thank you guys so much for your feedback. Um, you know, here's your free product. You could even give them, you know, a rebate kind of thing and they could still get it on Amazon, whatever, however you wanted to do it. But um, they could also leave, you know, a review on social media. They would probably be excited to do that, you know, because they've already connected with you and they feel like they're part of your story. I remember George Bryant talked about how he um, bought a lady a car. <laughs> He bought her a car and he said that she posts, she agreed to post every day, I think about um, his products and like basically be their brand ambassador and kind of grow them. And he said the money, the, the car payment was less than he would have spent on all the marketing that she ended up <laughs> sending him. So I thought that was, I was like, wow, George, okay, you bought somebody a car. It wasn't like a it wasn't a Tesla, you know, it was like a, a minivan or something that she really needed, but him doing that, she, he got all this extra. I was like, well, that's extreme, but it's really creative. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think there's, there's huge power in meeting people in person as well. Right. Because they, you're forming that one-on-one -on -one connection, one of that, that personal relationship. If you do something like that, where you do just kind of like a small little meetup for to, you know, people to demo your product and, and chat with them and connect with them, you know, those are the people who would, you know, if you ask them for a favor, because once they meet you, they go, oh, Amy, she's pretty cool. Like, you know, we share this in common, you know, and, and if you actually keep in touch with them, um, you know, definitely something to think about. And, you know, me being an introvert, I need all the help I can get when it comes to uh, meeting up with people. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting, I'll, I'll update you guys if I end up doing that. So Andy, what do you think people should do? I think the big thing that we should talk about before we end this, um, this extra session today is what is happening during Q4 with all these inventory limits. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody's that's... having to seed feed Amazon and it's 
crazy. Now we're starting to like, we're starting to sell on Walmart. We're getting those sales going, that kind of stuff. We're starting to sell on other channels and we're taking our inventory out of Well, we've always had our inventory both in Amazon and off of Amazon, but it's kind of a pain because even I'm restricted right now because I ran out of stock of a bunch of my products. So my IPI was terrible. (laughs) And now I had to like, I'm seed feeding Amazon right now. So, um, so what is your opinion, Andy? What's your best advice on this whole seed feeding situation and how should people tackle that? Yeah, it's it's honestly a disaster because I think that like I just went in to sell, uh, send one of our products in that's been selling like crazy. Um, and yeah, we were limited as well. And I had the box all packed and ready to go. I had to like re-rip it open. <laughs> one of those fun things, right? Um, but uh, no, I think that right now, guys, if you haven't spun up Merchant Fulfilled, I know that we have a lot of people in Australia, things like that. You won't be able to do that. That's Rego 3PL, right? But like, if you're in the US and you have some garage space, like get a table set up, get a thermal printer, get on, you know, ShipStation gives you, I think it's a 30 day trial and then it's only like 25 bucks. Like get some of this stuff in place and start doing it now so that you get used to the process. Because if you all of a sudden can't send stuff into FBA and you're getting like, you know, a hundred, 200, you know, whatever, like a lot of orders. And now it's like, you know, yourself and your wife and maybe some family members that you try to tap or things like that. PS next door, like talk about, you know, if you guys need holiday help, that's another great resource to like, be like, Hey, any high school kids want to earn some money, stuff in envelopes or, you know, filling boxes or whatever, putting labels on boxes, you know, that's another great resource, but um, get all those processes down now so that you know how to, uh, merchant fulfill successfully before it starts getting crazy. That would be my biggest uh, advice. And then if if you can't do that, make sure you've got a 3PL dialed in, make sure you have some product there. Even if you're just them like, sending them like 10, just to know what the process is like to fulfill those orders and streamline that. Um, I would definitely suggest doing that now rather than waiting, you know, until you start getting these large volume of orders, um, you know, and, and start going crazy. I just remember I, I got thrown to the fire early on, right? When I first started my Amazon career, I was only doing fulfilled by merchant. I remember, I think I told the story, Amy, uh, you know, during the holidays, uh, I think our first or second year, like we had like 600 orders to send in one day. It was insanity. I mean, it was like an all day, uh, you know, every, calling all family and friends that we knew, you know, it was crazy. But I mean, it was awesome though. Cause it'd be like, every time we'd stuff in it, we'll be like, cha-ching, there's another five bucks or, you know, like <laughs> it, it was, it was fun. So um, yeah, that would be my, my biggest advice right now. Yeah. And especially if you do have those higher volume orders that you can't handle on your own and start looking into that. For our overseas sellers that I think the biggest the hardest part for the overseas sellers is they can't accept returns. And most of these three PLs and stuff do not accept returns. If you have a very small amount of returns, I'm talking like 10 or less, <laughs> you know, I would say like, I would say 20 or less a month, you can definitely go to amazingathome.com slash returns and you can apply for our um, return service. We're doing that on a very small scale for people that are otherwise stuck, right? They, they, they're stuck for merchant fulfilling, except for that they just don't have a place to accept returns. So you can definitely go check that out if, if you're in that situation. Um, and so that's something you can do. But the other thing is, you know, shop around. There's so many, I, I keep seeing these posts of people looking for the right warehouse or the right 3PL. And it's just, it's a matter of what's right for your business. So give them a call 
do an interview with them, figure out what their costs are, figure out, you know, what, what's going on there and um, make sure it's the right fit for your business. Um, I don't think there's one perfect solution for everyone. Uh, I know for us, we're using a multitude of methods. So we have um, our own fulfillment that we ship out of our house using our UPS uh, accounts. And then we have, um, we have Deliver, which fulfills our Amazon and, or, sorry, our Walmart and Wayfair orders. Um, so, you know, we just send them pallets of stuff and then they fulfill it that way. Um, so, you know, for us, we had to kind of use a multi, multiple different things. And then when we're on vacation, it's like a mix of deliver and FBA. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's whatever we have to do. And in the past, we've also used UPS as e-fulfillment. Um, it's a really good, good program, but, you know, definitely just get out there and do your research ship station. We had them on the podcast. They also have a placement service. So like if you fill out their, their, form, they will help find the right provider for you. Yep. Yeah. ShipStation, like I said, you know, like everybody knows I love ShipStation. Um, if you go to ShipStation.com forward slash partners, they actually have like, so um, if you do that and then you go down to fulfillment, there's like a, a top right, there's a little drop down that says all integrations. You can go fulfillment logistics uh, preferred, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I think that's it. Anyway, you can go in and uh, and do, and it has, uh, uh, looks like UK, like different uh, providers. But anyway, you can go in there and you can kind of dig down and see, um, you know, people, uh, services that are offering 3PL and, you know, all kinds of other things. And so it's a great resource. And then you also know that they'll work with ShipStation, right? Which uh, is to me a, a huge bonus. So check that out. The other thing I want to warn people about Right now, Amazon is making some major changes in their listings. Go and check your listings. Three of my listings were suppressed this week for a myriad of reasons. First, it was missing item type keyword. And there was no even, there was nothing even to show that the listing was suppressed. How I had to figure it out is I typed listing not showing into um, Seller Central search bar. And then they have like a little wizard where you can put the ASIN in and, and then it shows like what the problem is. And it says, and every single listing, it says it's missing the item type keyword. So how do you fix it? You go, you have to click edit on your listing. It's either, it's the category. So it's either going to be on your vital information tab or your more details tab. And you're going to find category and then it'll say in parentheses item type. Yeah. Even if it says it in there and it looks fine, you have to redo it. So click edit and re-add in your category again and then save and finish and it should fix it. Like our sales had completely stopped. We didn't know what the heck was going on. And I had all these clients reaching out to me saying, my listing's suppressed. I don't know what to do. Um, and then the other, the other thing that's happened is recently a bunch of listings were suppressed because of photos. It was something like one of our listings was suppressed and they said it was um, like something about an attractive photo. <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> Amy, Amy, you, get, you, you, you can't do the bikini photos on your products. I'm sorry. I know that sells, but you just can't do it, Amy. It's good for marketing, Andy. <laughs> so like then all these people reached out and said something like the fix is that you make it this many pixels by this many pixels. I forgot what it was, but um, but anyway, you guys go, if your sales have completely stopped or something's going on or your ads aren't getting impressions, like 
go in and check it because it is insane. It's insane. I don't, I don't know what is going on with, with Amazon right now. And then I had a client this morning, he said he, you know, gets um, notifications from Helium 10, like every day. And, um, you know, about his listings, his categories, anything that's changed. Right. Um, and <laughs> he said his category has changed like 10 times in the last like two weeks, um, for multiple of his products. So it's just, I don't know what they're doing right now, but whatever it is, it's really, so just keep an eye, you guys, because yeah. it's, it's, it's the Q4 shuffle, right? I mean, they do this every year. They tinker like crazy right before Q4. So this is what they're doing, like thousands of AB tests every day. Right. And they're figuring out, okay, if we do, if we have the button, this color, it's going to sell 5% more. But then if we make the button smaller, it's going to smell sell 2% less. And they do all these split tests like crazy. People don't realize literally like hundreds of split tests going on every day on Amazon, whether it's PPC, whether it's, you know, organic rank, you know, anything like that. They're always turning dials to see what's going to convert better. Um, and it's all automated, which is even more crazy. Um, what Amy was talking about is an easy way to, to see what products are having issues. You can go uh, sellercentral.amazon.com forward slash fix your products which is actually easy to remember. And if you go to that little dashboard, it will give you, it'll say, okay, you got like, like right now it says I have 178 products suppressed. Um, but for me, that's just old products that are out of stock. Uh, so, you know, Thank don't, Lord. don't worry for me. 800 SKUs, you guys. <laughs> no, 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 Amy, we've pared, we've pared that down. We're, we're down to like three or 400. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but anyway, okay, that, that's a, that's a really easy way to see, um, you know, what, what, you know, what's going on in terms of, uh, you know, having anything, anything suppressed, um, you know, it'll tell you what's blocked out of stock, pricing issues, closed approvals required, uh, all kinds of things like that. And then it'll actually give you a button, you know, like update quantity, restock, um, you know, apply for approval, whatever it is, like it'll, that'll, that'll help you guys a lot if you're having, um, listing issues. But yeah, this time of year, it's, it's, it's hard to really figure out what Amazon's doing. And there's always, but people freak out this time of year too, because a lot of people see, see sales drop. Right. And there's a few reasons for that. One is, you know, people are kind of holding their money for uh, the shopping season. Number one, uh, number two, it's because of these algorithm changes, you know, so some people might be seeing a good change and a lot of people see a bad change. And it just really depends on, you know, what they're testing and where your listing falls on if they're deciding that, you know, if they're deciding that relevancy is more important than maybe you have a super relevant listing. Maybe they're deciding that price is a, you know, better determination of, of getting more sales. So they're, you know, they're, they're making lower priced items, you know, higher up on the search results. So there's so many different factors that they're testing and messing with. So it really just, you know, comes down to, um, you know, right now, don't worry too much about that kind of stuff. Just, try to, you know, start looking, uh, in the next few weeks, kind of where you're landing, really just concentrate on getting your listing solid, you know, using the, the fundamentals, um, and then your inventory, you know, a lot of people are using, uh, three PLs, right. Thing like, like Amy was saying, deliver things like that. What you need to think about also though, is a lot of these three PLs as they get closer to the season, their business is just going to ramp up and up and up, especially when more and more people start trying to send in Q4 inventory and realize, um, that, that they can't. <laughs> so yeah, act on that sooner rather than later, have a plan in place now, because, you know, I would not be surprised if services like deliver say, Hey, we can't accept any more, in, uh, any more business. We, you know, I'm sure they're trying to school up as fast as possible, 
but they're not going to be able to keep up. So, you know, cause there's going to be so many people trying to utilize those, that service, you know, whether it's deliver or like I said, one of the other ones that you can find on, um, on the ship station resources page. Um, so that's another thing to really think about guys is, is get that dialed in now rather than waiting until it's, you know, everybody else has figured that out and then you're locked out and having to figure out how to, you know, ship yourself. Or if you're, you know, out of the country, I'm going to see one of those posts that says like, I missed, you know, the deadline to get my inventory in there. Like, what should I do? I need to, you know, get rid of my 10,000 units. I'm just like, no. (laughs) Anyway. Yes, remember there are many, 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 many channels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. also sell on your own website, and yep. you know Google Shopping opened up. Um, Google Shopping opened up product feeds for free. Like yep. there's so much stuff that you can get figured out now. Um, I just yeah, and I just read Walmart is scaling up quickly. There's a lot of people going to Walmart because, and we've noticed this too. A lot of products like from big brands are selling for less on Walmart than they are on Amazon. So, um, and then their new plus, and they're really trying to up their game there. Yeah, I mean our stuff sold organically almost the first day that it was on Walmart. We only listed one product just to start with, just to cannot figure out the process and, you know, send stuff to deliver and all that. And it sold organically. And then a couple days later, you know, got another sale and now it's kind of ramping up. And so we're playing around with advertising now, kind of like Amazon, you have to learn it, you know, so we're doing it a step at a time and uh, before we're trying to throw everything that way, but uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been really good. And then, you know, we're playing around with Wayfair too. Um, for those overseas sellers, there are vendors that will list your products on, on Walmart. Also check because there's a lot of people drop shipping on Walmart. They're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I've been feeling that's something that Walmart's going to have to deal with, but I've been on client calls with um, clients that are overseas. <laughs> One of them is, is on our, uh, is here in the audience today and um, product is on, on Walmart and price gouged like crazy. Right. And uh, you know, it's like, geez, what is going on there? So um, yeah, definitely look for that stuff. Um, also check like Amazon Canada, stuff like that. People are drop shipping your products like crazy. So Um, Keep an eye on your brand and look at what opportunities you have to expand. There's so many channels, so much you can do, uh, but there are third-party vendors. Um, One of my mastermind group members told me the other day, he's, um, there's a Walmart vendor that is, you know, taking just a 10% commission and they're listing their products for them and all of that. So there's different things that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oh, and I was just going to say, Amy, another thing you guys want to do, and I know this is boring and a lot of people don't want to do it, but I even force myself to do it because, um, you know, I want to be able to tell you guys what's going on, but just start poking around the, the, you know, seller central dashboard. They're adding stuff constantly. Like I was just, I was just poking around in the, in the pricing health. Uh, there's like a pricing health screen now that will give you, you know, a cool graph about your overall, um, conversion rate for the last 15 days, 30 days, 45 days, 60 days. I mean, that is, you know, very valuable information because if you are making some, you know, if you've done some kind of, you know, big marketing push or, you know, big listing change or things like that, like you can really dial down now. Amazon's giving you a lot of tools uh, kind of built into the dashboard now that will really help you guys, you know, figure out how to improve. Um, you know, I still am, am worried about Amazon as a partner, right? I still am not gung-ho. I still don't trust Amazon, 
But I do think that they've seen kind of the writing on the wall with with Walmart spooling up and some of these competitors spooling up that they are starting to realize, hey, we better take care of our sellers because if we don't, somebody else will. I think they finally have figured that out. So I think they're really starting to give professional sellers, um, you know, and unfortunately, if you're just dabbling, it's going to be really hard to be successful on Amazon. Now. They you are have to go making all in. it really tough. You yeah. have to go all in. You have to treat it as a business. You have to invest time and money and, you know, to learn all this stuff because they're adding stuff so quickly that if you don't have a good foothold to start, you're just going to be lost, honestly. Yeah. I would agree because just with all the restrictions, like we used to be, remember with sourcing small anywhere, we used to be able to just pick a brand name and throw a product out there. You can't even do that anymore. You got, you got to make sure your packaging is legit and you know, all of that. So just it's, it's, you definitely want to plan your business, plan a business. So, you know, you want to take the time to actually plan and, um, you know, make this worth your time and worth your while. And, um, Make sure you've got some some ROI planned in there. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Yep, and that and that's just getting harder too. I mean, the, the with the fees and all the overhead and things like that, it's it's absolutely just getting harder and harder to to squeeze money out of Amazon. Uh, you know, especially with them competing on their on their own, uh, you know, on their own uh, products and things like that. So um, it is definitely going to be an interesting uh, Q4. Um, in terms of seeing how Amazon itself, um, you know, I, I'm going to be curious to see if they spool up a ton of new uh, private label, label products uh, under the Amazon brands. My feeling is I bet they are dedicating an immense amount of resources to that cause, which is going to not be good for us. So, Have you seen the luxury brands now that they're launching? Yeah. And then Amazon Live, you guys, like that is on my Amazon Fire TV. Amazon live is, and they only have like one channel of like a chick doing like reviews of electronics products. If you have not installed the Amazon live app and played around with that, like get her done, you know, have somebody just create some awesome reviews or do some, you know, unboxing, whatever, but man, that's an opportunity people are missing out on. So yeah. Um, and posts too, right? Posts. I, I still haven't yes. even done my posts yet. I'm a slacker, but um, I started I've, I've heard, and then I never followed up with them. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that a lot of people, if you're doing posts, right, are, are really making, uh, you know, make getting a lot of organic play from that. So, um, yes. yeah, I, I always love, you know, if Amazon ever offers me like a beta, right. I'm always <laughs> jumped to it because a lot of times it gives you kind of an unfair advantage in terms of, you know, like those video ads, I have had access to those for months and now <sighs> it's starting to roll out to everyone. And, you know, so I was able to, one of, one of the products, our products that sells really well during the summer, I was able to use those video ads and get super low. Um, Mine are converting and, like crazy and they're showing up. They like take up the page for yep. all my major, major keywords. My ACOS on my video and ad campaigns, my average bid is like 25 cents. My, my ACOS yep. is like 12%. <laughs> it's crazy if you guys aren't doing video ads get on it. Like it's, <laughs> I've had to raise some of my bids because like Andy said, it's, it's gotten a lot crazier. Wow. Andy, we are already past the hour. We yep. have been just like spewing the information out there today. 
our, our guest Rob um, was ended up having to cancel today because he's not feeling well. So we hope Rob feels better. Um, and we will definitely, I think this is going to be a good episode for everyone. There's some gold in this episode about ranking your products and, um, you know, getting reviews. Oh, speaking of which, Sellerize just came out with this new free Google Chrome extension. You know that Amazon request a review button? Um, they've created this free Chrome extension that basically allows you to request all the reviews at one time. And so that's pretty good. And it even like, it waits to make sure that, you know, it's been long enough and all of that. Um, but yeah, that kind of would save you some time. So look into that as well. Um, yeah, there, there's a couple other ones. There's been an, another company. I can't think of the name right now. I'll have to, uh, try to remember on the next one that's doing that as well. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know about you, Amy, but since they released that really, you know, review buttons thing, my, uh, my seller reviews and our product reviews have gone way, way up. So, um, that's, that's pretty interesting. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and we haven't been using it as much as we need to. And one of my clients this morning, he was like, Amy, it's working really well. Like get on it. So, you know, I, I appreciate them as much as I'm sure they appreciate me, but uh, hey, Mike wants to know what other options do I have to connect Amazon with QuickBooks other than A2X? Ooh, it's tough, man. I, I, it, I thought I thought QuickBooks has a built-in integration. I'm pretty sure they do, Mike. Um, um, I use A2X because my accountant demands it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, tax Tax mo mate, not happy with so far. Not sure on that one, Mike. Um, I we looked into QuickBooks integration and um, Andy, which I think you're looking at, and it was really expensive compared to A2X, and it just didn't seem like I don't know for us it wasn't it wasn't worth the the um, the investment. It was like something like. $1,800 a month or something for the QuickBooks one. And uh, A2X is like 50 bucks a month or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I guess, I guess it might be a third party tool as well. I'm looking here. Um, yeah. Intrawise. It looks like a third party app. Yeah, I guess not. I thought there was, I swear when I pulled up my um, QuickBooks online last time, there was a, an, an option to do that. But um I'll have to double double check on that. Hey guys, everyone who's listening to the the podcast, thank you guys so much um, for listening. Um, make sure that you wait, rate, review, and subscribe. We really, really appreciate that, guys. We continue to climb the charts, and we get some great feedback from you guys. Uh, remember to reach out to us if you have show ideas or guest requests. We are always trying to get you guys um, in on those. And uh, remember, join join us live like like we have today. People in in the uh, in the Zoom call, it's awesome because we get to interact with you guys. You know, both Amy and I charge you a lot of money if you call us on the phone and 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 schedule coaching with us. So, um, if you guys you know want to help help on your Amazon business, here's where you you know you can go to to get it for free. And uh, sellroundtable.com forward slash live Tuesdays 1 p.m. Pacific time. And we hope to see you guys there. And we'll see you next time on Seller Roundtable. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at SellerRoundTable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.